to the We Out Here podcast with Conti and Carlo, and uh, we're just going to get right into some, talking some shit today. So uh, how you been, Carlo? How, how you been? I've been pretty good, man. You know, uh, recently, last weekend, I came from um, my uh, second cousin's dedication. She recently was born four months ago. So it was nice to see my cousin and her husband celebrate their first child after a long backstory around that. So I got to be around some family. It was dope. I went to see my homie Julian in the Bronx. It was his birthday. Shouts to Julian. Happy birthday. It was nice to kick it with his family and his new girlfriend. She's a really amazing woman. She cooked pretty much all the food at the barbecue and I kid you not, it was delicious. I was farting for about two days. That's how much food I ate, and it was all banging, bro. A lot of food. Hell yeah, man. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry for the graphic detail, people, but, you know, I come up here to keep it real with y'all. My brother just walked into the building. He's over here. You want to say what's up to the people? You can't do it from over there. You're going to have to get closer. Hold on. Yeah, we have a two-second guess. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Big C's in the building. Thank you for tuning in to the We Out Here podcast. Right. Yeah, that. Appreciate well, yeah, that. He sounds like he chews cigarettes for breakfast because uh, <laughs> he recently is coming over a cold. So, you know, get well soon, C's. We love you and we appreciate you. That is for sure. That is for sure. Uh, yeah, that's good, man. Eating what's new with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough about me. What's new with you? Uh, you know, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing, nothing, nothing big, uh, nothing big going on with me. Just kind of chilling, working, grinding out the end of the summer, uh, getting ready for my fantasy football. Got this long weekend and my fantasy football draft late on Labor Day. You know, just trying to get, just trying to get prepared, feeling it out. That's it. Nothing, nothing exciting this week to report. Well, hey, man, you know. We live another day. Sounds like full full of excitement to me. I mean, you know, you got your shit figured out. You know what you're working towards. Even if you're grinding, there's people out here with nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's nice to be out here and just making it happen, baby. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you got to make moves. Yeah. Nothing to announce now. Hopefully things coming soon. Yo, but it seems like Andrew Luck had a lot to announce over the last few days. And um, <laughs> nah, I really do. I feel him, and I'm proud of him. I admire him. Um, he's been through a lot. Life isn't all about money. He's made enough. Um, and instead of going through the season rehabbing and doing all these things, he's not even going to take that guaranteed money that he could have taken and, you know, humbly retire from the game because he doesn't have the mental or the uh, physical desire to, to keep playing football. They took the fun out of it from him. And, um, you know, when I heard people boo, kind of hurt. I he said it hurt, and I'm not. I like the fact that he was uh, willing to say that publicly. And uh, how do you? What do you think about all that, bro? So I see a lot of people taking the the really easy points to be like, he can do whatever he wants, and people shouldn't boo when he retires. And I agree. Like. So, okay, two things. One, people that say that Andrew Luck was, like, washed or that he was, a, like, his talent never lived up to what it was. Like, he has the most yards and most touchdowns in the first six years of anyone outside of Dan Marino. So he was his out there killing the game for them, right? right yeah, he, was killing, them, yeah. he was killing the game for them. Uh, but I do, 
I do feel bad for the guy. Uh, I just couldn't, you know, just kept getting injured. Their offensive line was just trash. My man was getting toasted back there all the time. And, uh, you know, good for him. You see a lot of younger players now. And uh, honestly, this is why you hear a lot that uh, owners are like, oh, he's he's like too smart for football or this person is real smart because it's like these guys, when they make a lot of money, look at Gronk. Now, right. Gronk had a whole bunch of Super Bowls, but he's also 30. And uh, he retired, and it was the same thing. He was just like, my body was breaking down. And uh, he even came out today and said something that was like, um, that was like, oh, you know, like, I'm not, I don't know that I'll never play football again, you know, but I know right now that I just don't have the drive for it. So, like, you know, maybe he comes back. Same thing with Andrew Luck. Maybe he retires now and takes a year and change off and comes back when he's 32, you know? You got guys like Drew Brees and, and uh, Tom Brady out there playing until damn near 40. So, you never know. But the people that were shitting on the fan... The, uh, I can understand why the fans, why someone would boo in that situation. It's bad And move. I think that they probably regret it. But you got to remember that Adam Schefter fucked this whole game up. I'll get back to Adam Schefter. But, like, they all are hearing this through the internet. So they're, they paid for a preseason game, right? So you are already dedicated. You're going to a fucking preseason game. A lot of those people are probably season ticket holders who just have preseason games because you have to buy them. So they just there at a preseason game, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of it, right, they get a they get notification and it starts whispering through the crowd that Andrew Luck is retiring. So he walks off the field, and people boo because they're they're mad. They go from a dark horse Super Bowl team with a good defense to now like they got Jacoby Brissett, who's a fucking kind of weird guy. So like. Uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But I, I could see how someone would boo. And I think f- fans are allowed to be upset about this, even though it's his choice and he can do whatever he wants. But, like, it doesn't mean fans can't be upset about it because, like, uh, the season starts, like, what, next Thursday, right? So this ain't like – this would be like if LeBron went the whole season, like the whole – you know, off season working out there. Oh, he's got a little ankle thing, and then just like retires like three days before the regular season starts. Like people would be like, "Yo, what the fuck, man!" <laughs> like you know, like why didn't you say this shit a while ago? So I could see both sides of the story. You know, I could see why people would have booed in that moment, but I think that the majority of people, probably even the ones that booed, now after seeing his speech and understanding that the news got leaked not from him and that it wasn't on purpose, and he had like a goal of the way that he was going to tell the team. I, I can see both sides. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I definitely um, appreciate, you know, everything that you just said. I appreciate everything that Andrew Luck has done. And I appreciate, you know, all the performances, you know, that I really actually uh, got to enjoy from him because I can't front. I liked watching Andrew Luck play. He was a good player. And um, the game's going to miss him. But, you know, there's so much there's so much talent in the NFL, and there are, there's so many other things going on that, you know, I'm not a diehard Colt, Colts fan to uh, be heartbroken over it. But, you know, just from, just from an athlete standpoint, you know, all that he's done, it does kind of hurt to get booed because, you know, he's a competitor. And I know deep down he feels like he's letting the city down. He's letting the game down. 
And I know part of him still wants to play, but for him to make that decision, yo, man, it's different when you can't hold a fork and you're about to have a daughter and he just oh, had f- a kid or whatever. I feel you. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying he got millions in the bank and he's a smart guy. So it's like you look at that and you go, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm not saying he should risk another second. All I'm oh, saying yeah. is I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people were like going, how could anyone boo? And I'm like, my man, these are, these are dedicated fans. They had a preseason game. They find out their franchise quarterback retired in the middle of the fucking game. They don't know what's going on. They don't know that fucking piece of shit, Adam Schefter. Yo, you saw his tweets, man. You saw what he did. So this oh, guy, this guy, Adam Schefter, leaked, leaked the info and then had the audacity. Had the audacity to write a tweet and said, Andrew Luck planned on telling his team after the game on Sunday, but his timeline got moved up due to the news getting out. You mean you, son? What are you talking about? Like, how are you going to write that out of third person? Like, you wasn't the one that just leaked that shit and ruined his whole fucking scheme, man. Like, that's goddamn Vulture Adam Schefter, man, with his fucking Blackberry. Goddamn. Well, that's, ev- that's everything. So, you know, I agree with what you're saying because, you know, the need to be first in the media as well as this outrage culture that we have. Like, you know, everything has to be outrageous. We have to become enraged. How is this possible? How can he do that? And, um, or how can they do that? Like you were saying, people were saying about the fans. It's like, you just, you just kind of got to wait for shit to blow over for the next thing to happen for people to be upset about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man. So, you know, while that's happening over in Pittsburgh, you hear Big Ben and AB out here going, going to. <laughs> <A lot> of... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to shit on Antonio Brown, right? And uh, I, I think mean, he does do a lot of it to himself, honestly. But continue. He's he really does. At the same time. He really does. But, um,. When it comes to a lot of these things, I'm very, uh, and you've probably heard throughout the podcast, but also in the future, I'm very pro player. And it's just because it's like, these are the guys putting their body on the line. So like, when it's really like the league versus a player, it, it the players really got to be doing some fucking really bad shit for me to, for me to not, um you know, be on their side because they got a lot of bad narrative stuff about them. But Antonio Brown and um, Ben Roethlisberger just don't like each other, man. And they just got to let that shit move on. And that's why Antonio Brown said something like, yo, just... Just tell them to stop talking about me. Like we ain't friends. Yeah, like business. Like, I come here to work. Some along they ain't, those lines. Yeah, like they ain't friends, right? And they weren't friends. And it just is what it is. So like that whole thing. Like he's on another team, and like it's just it's just slow news now because the season's not there yet. So anyone's looking for anything in two weeks when the season's going, nobody's gonna give a shit about any of that stuff. But I do want to touch on, and I know this is like a week long thing, but I do want to touch on the Antonio Brown helmet thing. And I want to talk about how the NFL spun that shit into looking like Antonio Brown is just some sort of crazy person. And because of his antics in other things, like the way he handled himself with trying to get himself off the team and just not showing up to practice right before a playoff game and like all the other shit that he did, that it's it makes it easier for the NFL to portray him as a crazy guy which so it's like partially his fault that he set himself up to be able to be painted this way but they fucked him with the helmet thing and i'm gonna tell you why they fucked him with the helmet thing so what happened is um he had a particular helmet like the air shuck 
something or other, right, that he wore. And the helmet was not on the ban list, right? So last year when a helmet went on the ban list, um, a, a few players, including Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, a few other guys, got a one-year grace period to figure out a new helmet while they still wore the other one. So I believe Aaron Rodgers did like two preseason game or like a preseason game in the new helmet and then went back to his old helmet then like would rotate them around or whatever, right? So they got like a year grace period to kind of figure out what new helmet they want to wear. Um, the helmet that Antonio Brown liked was not banned but was not allowed to be tested because it was older than 10 years old so he first appealed saying he should get a grace period and they said no the rule is 10 years old you know it's not a banned helmet 10 years old and we'll recertify it uh, you can't recertify anything that's over 10 years old you can't even put it in the testing not allowed over 10 years old can't get it tested yeah. So then people reached out to the company that does the certification. And the company that does the certification said, well, if he had one that was under 10 years old, then we could certify that. So his team goes out and they find like a few helmets from like eight years ago. And then there was some movie. Uh, some movie had them built like the director wanted those specific helmets. So they had some movie company had like six or something, some in his exact size, like already set up. So he collected those or he collected some of them and he brought it to the agency for them to test it. And so now the NFL is tight because he's looking for a loophole. And if there's one thing these league owners don't like, it's loopholes. They don't like that. You're not listening to the rules they're taking it as you're not listening to the rules. They're taking it mm -hmm. as they told you this is not allowed, and you were like, uh, but you said if it's over, it's under 10 years, I can get it tested. So I'm getting that shit tested. So he took it and got it tested. When he got it tested, it failed. And then the NFL put it on the ban list. So then his last appeal was, okay, well, it wasn't on the ban list. Now that it's on the ban list... You guys gave Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and then other players a year grace period to adjust to a new helmet. I went into this season not prepared to change helmets, and you guys just added to the ban list. It wasn't on the ban list last year, or last year would have been his grace period. So I should get a grace period. And they basically told him to go fuck off. And so, and me, I'm a huge Packers. For people who don't know, I'm a huge Packers fan. I'm a diehard Aaron Rodgers fan. He's the best quarterback in the league right now. Patrick Mahomes is sniffing it. He's coming in the league, and it's making me a little nervous because he's young. But he got he got a few years before I start getting nervous about it. But Aaron Rodgers is the best, most talented quarterback in the league. And still, he got a shot. So did Tom Brady. So did a bunch of other players. They got a year after their helmet got put on the ban list. So they were given the choice to go for a year and just... Uh, so when people say that whole argument of like, oh, well, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers figured it out, so why can't he? It's like, well, they got a year notice, and he's not got a year notice. So they fucking him. Anyways, he's got a new helmet now, and it's deaded. But it's like it's very <laughs> simple for these things. Last part. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's very simple for these things. Like when the news plays one side of the narrative – and then 
it's very simple for people to think like now the general public, like a regular person, like your mom or whatever, is going to be like, oh, Antonio Brown, that's the crazy guy. You know what I mean? Always has a and problem, so, doesn't Yeah, he? always has a problem. Why can't that guy just play? You get millions of dollars to play the game. Why can't you just Jesus. fucking play? Right? So, and that's the narrative of it. So, uh, Antonio Brown is out here. I mean, it's just, they. I, I definitely feel like they were... Um, you know, their, the NFL story got out there and a lot of people didn't really know what the scenario was and how it kind of wasn't fair to him. But again, it's deaded, so we can move on. But go ahead, man. What you got about that? No, nah, I don't have anything that you didn't just say, honestly. You know, you actually took it even further than where I was going to go. But, you know, just to even take it, you know, a step ahead of that, that's why I really loved uh, Dave Chappelle's latest... Um, comedy thing what was it called sticks and stones i think uh, it was it's called sticks, sticks and stones. stones yeah man that he touches i he touches pretty much on just that uh just how the media narrative can be and just how you know we as the audience the consumers often help steer it in the direction that it goes and it's often 90 percent bullshit did you happen to see that shit by the way you put me onto it. Why am I asking you a dumb ass? Yeah, question? I put that I on. I watched the whole shit. Chappelle yeah. thing, and now everyone's mad, son. Uh, woke, woke media, uh, Vice, and Deadspin. They are mad at Dave Chappelle. They are, they are upset. Vice I think said it's the general consensus, bro. But yeah, specifically those type of outlets. Well, because what happens is people don't watch it, right? So people who wouldn't watch Dave Chappelle don't watch it. And then they see this article from Vice, right? You can definitely skip Dave Chappelle's new Netflix special, Sticks and Stones. The comedian doubles down on misogyny and transphobia. So it's like if someone doesn't watch it, they're just like, damn, that shit it sucks. And then you get all these people like, when was the last time you went on the internet and rated a comedy special on IMDb? Is that like a question? Yeah, that's a question. Never. Exactly. Yeah, no, so never when done. so when a hundred people or two hundred people off of Twitter go out there and like give a negative review, it very much skews it. You know, it's the same thing. Absolutely. It's it, it's the same thing with all those online rating things. But it's like, yeah, I mean, people are people are mad. They're out here. They're out here just throwing. They're throwing um, all types of stuff. Here's another one. So The Ringer, Dave Chappelle's provocations have turned predictable. So he's becoming harder and harder to romanticize, and his comedy has fallen flat. Here's another one. Dave Chappelle doesn't need to punch down and is occasionally, only occasionally funny, but he continues to make anti-trans and victim blame strokes. Why can't he be more thoughtful? Like I laughed the entire hour and I laughed the entire thing. That shit was fucking hilarious. If you even the shit that I was a little uncomfortable about, I laughed at. This shit was this shit. Yeah, this shit was because that's the point, right? What is the point of art, right? Because this is art. Music is art. Comedy is art, right? This is art. What's the point of art if we're not going to push the boundaries on things and make it so that you can speak on things that might be taboo or bring things up, right? I mean, this man, and I don't want to blow any spoilers or anything, so I'm not going to give any punchlines, but this Mm -hmm. guy talks about 
school shootings, Louis C.K., the Me Too movement, women's rights, trans people. The entire uh, the entire yeah 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 yeah. There, it's just a lot of things, and then regular stuff too, like how his kids are growing up rich, you know, like shit like that too. So it's like it's not just it's not just that buying a gun, right? Being a black guy and then going to buy himself a legal firearm, like there's all types of stuff in that. So it's just like that's what comedy is supposed to be. And the problem is, and this is the one thing, and this is gonna be like my little serious thing, but it's like the same people that. F- fight for the rights of other people to speak then speak out of the other side of their mouth to say that other people shouldn't be allowed to do it and freedom no 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 no, no. i hate to interrupt you it's not that other people aren't allowed to do it you can't talk bad about me you can't offend my belief yeah that's the same thing like you're not allowed to do that right it's the the same concept is that i'm I'm trying to be broad so that i can go into my topic of like of like I should be allowed to express myself, Completely. but you can't express yourself in a way that offends me. And it's like, no, 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 that's not how this works, right? And yeah, freedom of speech doesn't work that way. So like, it either is or it isn't. And you can't say that, like, I don't know. It's just a lot of this stuff is pretty crazy. It's like, why is Dave Chappelle not allowed to make jokes about this stuff? Like that's what that's the thing that I don't. It's like, it's like, like he's supposed to be more thoughtful. Like a lot of these articles are like he should be more thoughtful. Why? Says who? Like what do you mean he's supposed to be more thoughtful? Like says who? Thoughtful to who? What are you talking about? Why is he responsible for like everyone's feelings on Earth? That's the same thing he said in the special. He says, "Oh, when y'all mad watching this on Netflix, remember y'all clicked on my face, right? Like you clicked on it. You went there to go watch it. So like, why are you? You know what?" And it's like I used to do the same thing. I used to follow a lot of these accounts and a lot of people that were in this very, very like uh, – like had very differing opinions from me on things like this. And I used to follow them on Twitter and like watch their stuff, and I just used to make myself mad until one day I realized like I'm seeking out shit that makes me upset. And so I just fucking blocked all that shit. I just now a thing comes across Thank my you, screen Conti. and I just you. and I just see some wild shit. A thing comes across my screen that says some shit like, "Oh, Dave Chappelle is a fucking is transphobic." Whoever writes that shit, I just mute him. Just mute, whatever, man. Like that's fine. You talk your shit. I don't have to see it. Like I don't have to do any of that stuff. And and, and it is what it is. Like same thing. There's just so much craziness out there, and people just wanting to be upset and be heard. That it's like that's fine, man. And that's the one thing that's great about the internet is that you can connect people from. I mean, look at us right now, right? If the internet didn't exist, we wouldn't be making this podcast. We wouldn't be out here sharing with the people. We wouldn't be talking to our fans. Uh, but the negative side of that is that you can get 300 idiots anywhere across the world, just like that. Uh, you know, that believe the Earth is flat, and then all of a sudden, people start believing that a lot of people believe that shit. You know, so there's pros and cons, and so now it's just like when I find those things that I think is a con, I just mute them. Mute. There's people that I am friends with that I didn't remove them from the friends list, but I just got them muted. Like, there's a guy that I used to work with that would post six, seven times a day on Instagram anti-Trump memes. That's just all his feed would be. And I'm like, I feel you, 
and I get that if this is your thing and this is like you're very very passionate about this but I don't need to see this all day man I'm just trying to look at a few asses and maybe see what my boys are doing if they're eating a nice dinner you know in I'm that not, order I'm, yeah in that order in that order I'm not trying to exactly like get my political news from memes on Twitter so like why don't you just fucking relax so I just got him muted man and he just fucking talks off into the ether and I don't gotta see that shit so like Sometimes it's just what you got to do. and I'm uh, right there with you on uh, yeah. that, bro. Yeah. No, nah, 100%. <clears throat> Pardon me. When I say I'm right there with you, I uh, I often say that mute button is gold. That mute button is everything. Um, You know, and, you know, I to, just to. All right. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I agree with everything you just said. And I think I think it takes it to a step further, further. The reason why these people are so outraged and saying he should be more thoughtful is I think there is a specific demographic of people and it's multiple. It's not just one. It's just I'm just I'm create I'm putting a lot of different of the people's thoughts and opinions together in one group. So I'm not trying to be offensive, but I think a lot of people just genuine genuinely believe that if you're not oversensitive if things aren't sprinkled with a pound of sugar and um, it's not all sweet and you say something that might just go against, you know, it might strike a nerve a little bit that that makes you a bad person. And, you know, they start attacking people just, you know, the world isn't perfect. Um, not everything is sweet. And, you know, just because Dave Chappelle might make so a joke, what do you make of Dwight might be considered offensive? You know, I love what he, what he brought together. I'm not going to give any spoiler spoilers away, but he took the N word and the F word. And I'm not talking about fuck. I'm talking about the one that starts in F and ends in T and um, compared them as to, you know, why is it so okay for one to be said and one isn't they're both offensive words and they're both equally hilarious. And um, it just goes to show you that there's a level of hypocrisy tied in with an ounce of bullshit, as well as a lot of just, People that are really, in my humble opinion, stupid, pretending to be smart on top of it. And um, that's just my my two cents on everything that you just said. I, I agree, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about some stuff that's a little less, uh, less like that. So you saw uh, your boy Kobe out here saying that uh, Shaq would have been the greatest of all time and he would have had... That Kobe would have been the greatest of all time, and I would have had fucking twelve rings. Shaq, Shaq been had the greatest, his. Is what he was saying. Yeah, was saying Shaq would have been, would the, been greatest. the greatest of all time, and I would have had twelve rings if Shaq had his worth at work ethic. And then Shaq responds, "You would have had twelve if you passed the ball more, especially in the finals against the Pistons." And then he said, "You don't get statues by not working hard." Yeah, um, <laughs> you know. I think they caught Kobe at a moment where he was keeping it real and he wasn't sugarcoating things. Uh, he's a type to not do that. And uh, I think they're both right in what they're saying. And I think Shaq would tell you that he wishes that he had done some things differently. And it's clear as day that Shaq wasn't in the gym. That's why he couldn't shoot free throws. Um, Kobe Bryant's also an asshole. Um, sorry, Kobe. I, I love you very much as far as what you've done for the game of basketball. I don't know you as a person, but I've heard a lot of people just talk about being your teammates, people talking about interacting with you. 
in public places, other celebrities saying that you've given them your ass to kiss. And they're also legends in their own field. Um, it's it, that competitive edge that he has when he was, um, when he was playing, um, really rubs a lot of people wrong. And he's let that shit go a lot, as you can see in his uh, retirement stage. But within this interview, you can see it was back in him again. He was kind of mad. Like, you know, he's looking back on his career and he's looking at Shaq like, we could have probably had eight championships together. And uh, I don't think that that's a, um, a far-fetched statement. When you look at what those two were doing together, some of the most amazing basketball, it's just, it's just great. But what I think is hilarious is how Shaq just don't back down from Kobe, and he always gives it right back to him. A lot of people puss out when it comes to Kobe, but you saw what he wrote back to him. Yeah, but also then there's been even more. There's been even more communication now. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like Kobe said, beef. yeah, Kobe said there's no beef with Shaq. I know most of the media wants to see it, but it ain't gonna happen. Ain't no love between that. We. Uh, lo- we too old Ain't nothing to be but love beef. there. We too old to beef anyway, three-peat. And then Shaq writes this, which is just hilarious. It's all good, bro. When I saw the interview, I thought you were talking about Dwight, spelt D-W-I-T-E, and then he writes, is that how you spell his name? And then Kobe just writes, bruh, with the dead emoji and the face-covered emoji. Like, now they just turn it into shit on Dwight Howard. So I'm like, <laughs> it's like, like yo, listen, we, we like a legend. They go on the side <laughs> fucking Dwight Howard out here. Yeah, exactly. I thought that? you was talking about Dwight's bad work ethic, and then Kobe's just like, come on, son. Why are you doing that? So Why you got to do that, Shaq? <laughs> now, nah, Shaq hates Dwight Howard. They gave him his nickname, and he ain't really earned it. I get why Shaq was like that, because if you look at everything Shaq is, you know, Shaq came into the league in 1992, signed by the Orlando Magic's first-round first pick, and he was already emerged. There was no emerging. He just came into the game just dominant. And I think I think old boy averaged 20 and some change rookie year. Might be off about that. May have been like high teens, but I know it was a double-double. I know he was out there getting blocks, and I know he was out there dominating. Got them to the finals in 95, and he broke up the Shaq and Penny thing and went to L.A., and then they signed the young kid Kobe, and then they had that whole three-peat run. I mean, I'm not going to go down his entire career. I'm just trying to let it be known that when it comes to Dwight Howard, it's none of that. Yeah, Dwight <laughs> it's Howard none of that. Dwight Everything Howard I just said, it's none of that. Yeah. Yeah. Dwight uh Dwight Howard is not is not the man, man. He could have been. He could have I think Dwight Howard is a cancer in the locker room. Just like Carmelo Anthony. I love Carmelo Anthony's game. But I think the reason why Carmelo doesn't have a job is because Carmelo Anthony is the kind of player that plays for selfish ad- agendas and really doesn't come together as a team. Yeah, they had, uh, I forget, someone was talking shit about Melo saying like that if they won the game but he only scored like 18 points, he'd be tight. But then mm-hmm. if he scored like 28 and that they lost, he'd be in the locker room like all happy. Like, yeah, scoring 30 meant too much to Melo. That yeah. was the direct quote, and that was from Chauncey Billups. And yeah. I felt Melo, when Melo came out and said, you know, there's no beef with Chauncey, it's just the timing of that quote. 
because he's looking for a job and that really helps steer the narrative into the way that we're talking. Yeah. But it's clear as day that these GMs and these owners know that they don't really want Carmelo Anthony on their team for several reasons. And I think it's mostly because of the media frenzy that comes with it. If he's not playing well, you know, he's going to start demanding more minutes and more opportunities to play blaming other people, kind of sucking the energy out of the locker room instead of just accepting that, yo, there's some nights I'm going to have seven points. And um, I don't think he's mentally willing to accept that role. And uh, he says he is. Listen, the NBA is full of egos bigger than Mount Everest. All right? Carmelo Anthony is not ready to come off the bench and get seven points on 10 minutes. Oh, that's for sure. He ain't coming off no bench for nobody. But they didn't even put him on Team USA, son. And no one's trying to be on. Yo, it's the media frenzy that comes with him. It's the attention that he brings. You know, he is still getting superstar attention without superstar talent. And that fucks it up even more. And, yo, there's enough bullshit that these people got to deal with. I really understand the politics of basketball. And it's more difficult than any other sport simply because you're dealing with such a select group of guys like on each team there's only like five or six guys that could really separate themselves from the other guys and they're all fucking full of ego and just it, it's bad bro that's why lou williams is the dopest that's why everybody fucks with lou will because he don't care about none of that shit he's like yo look pay me x amount it's never even superstar money i think he's paying playing for like eight mil right now He's like, I'll get you 50 off the bench. It's what I do. I'll back up whoever you need me to back up. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I fuck yeah. with Lou Will. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes the drama just isn't worth the argument. Yo, yeah. he's rated the number one teammate in the NBA. Anyone who's played with Lou Will, they're like, nah, Lou Will's the man. You know, it's like, I ain't never had no beef with Lou. <laughs> How you going to have beef with Lou? He's not, he, he's not demanding anything. And he's not, um, you know, he's not full of himself. He he understands his role. He's like, I'm not the best defensive player, but I'm an offensive scoring machine. So when the stars come out, I can come in and give the bench that second lift. And um, Carmelo can get you 15 off the bench, no problem. He's just not willing to do it. Yeah. But hey. Shouts to the NBA. Shouts to Carmelo Anthony. Shouts to Shaq. Um, but out of everybody, I just gave a shout out to the one thing they have in common is Skip Bayless says the dumbest things about all of them, and he's always wrong. And what frustrates me now is Skip Bayless said some dumb shit along the lines like Dwight Howard is the lift the Lakers needs. He brings more to the table than DeMarcus Cousins ever could. I believe that's a direct Skip Bayless <laughs> quote. And it's just like, shove it up your ass, Skip. I stopped listening to you a long time ago, but I just, your tweets always end up in my face. I don't know how. I know, but like, continue to play. At this point, hearing. At this point I'm trying to look up articles and stuff, but like, at, <sighs> I. It's just crazy. Like some of the things he said are insane. Like here's here's one. Skip Bayless has some of the worst takes ever. So like 
Let's go. Okay, so let's go with an NBA one. He wrote, Derek Fisher will prove to be a much better NBA head coach than Steve Kerr. In what universe? <laughs> In the Skip Bayless's universe. <laughs> <laughs> so here's one. Uh, Long term, give me Josh Freeman over Cam Newton. Better leader, more consistent passer, more clutch, more poise under fire, more careful with the ball. Now, I'm going to look this up. Did you up. say Dak Prescott? No, Josh Freeman. Oh, oh my God. Josh Freeman, who was who played with the Bucks first, I think. Yeah, he was selected in the first round with the Bucks. Isn't he still over there? No, he has not played. He played in the Canadian Football League. Okay, so he's out of the league. I thought he was third string or something like no, that. No, wow. he was in Tampa Bay for a while, then Minnesota, then I'm looking at this now. He went to the CFL and washed out. So he's out of the CFL. So Yo, my favorite is Johnny Manzel. Zell Manzel. Um he fucking I heard him I heard him on an interview saying that he's thinking about arena football or something like that. It's no, like, he did oh, arena no. football. He did. Is, oh, so he did it. Okay. Yeah, he was already. And then I think he failed out of that too. How are you that fucking bad, bro? You just he's can't. He's not get bad. It no, but that's the. It's another one of those points. The drama's not worth the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You bring all this stuff, you bring everything, and I'll sign you to get some asses in the seats, but uh, you ain't. You ain't that good. He's played. He joined the American Football League, uh, which then, that's the football league that failed and closed halfway through the season, the mm-hmm. American Football League. Johnny Manziel is going to be an XFL player. Don't worry. You're going to get all your Johnny football, all you all you want. But it's like the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Like Johnny Manziel, when he burned out of uh, out of the Browns, if he just wasn't like such a guy – like such a crazy, like loud, like party and doing all this shit. He'd have been a backup, and he probably would have got a second chance, and he would have made a few million, like millions of bucks. But now he's a fucking kid. But he's just like crazy, you know. Now he's a little kid. I don't mean to be rude like that, because I did just kind of like you know label him. But his behavior, he hasn't matured fully. I think he may have now. I'm not really following him now, but his stint with the Browns that was the definition of immaturity. And surrounding yourself with the wrong people and just getting into he had Twitter fingers. He had all the wrong makeups. But yeah, you know, the NFL is tough, man. I mean, it's a tough league to, you know, a lot of shit that, that I got you one. get away with in other leagues you can't uh, I got another take for you. Ready yeah. for this one? I'll okay. say it again. Jay Z overrated. All time songwriter lyricist, but subpar performer. Eminem better, also Wayne and Nelly. And this is Skip Bayless? Skip Bayless. Oh, yeah. He just needs to stay in his lane because he shouldn't even be talking about hip-hop. But that just goes to show you that's what he does. His hot takes. He wants to hit buttons in people. That's his whole job is he just want he's the crazy take guy. Like, mm-hmm. he said Tim Tebow is better than Aaron Rodgers. He says that Aaron Rodgers was not that good. He said Von Miller is overrated. Uh, like... 
Johnny Football will one day be bigger in Cleveland than his buddy LeBron ever was. That was from 2014 before he won them a chip. That's very cute. That's very cute. Yeah. That's he, cute. Uh, he says Tiger Woods is a disgrace. Yo, speaking of Tiger Woods, I remember we haven't talked about it on the <clears> podcast, <throat> but you had a you had a little bit of a moment out there when you was playing ball discussing Tiger Woods with some people. Oh, I almost forgot. I literally forgot about that till you just told me that because so, i saw yeah. tiger woods and thought about that nah, yeah, so yeah. i'm out here playing basketball and i'm playing with some 15 and 16 year olds you know i'm just hoping they happen to be on the court or whatever and uh you know i'm a, I'm actually a pretty decent basketball player not saying that braggadociously but you know we were just just going over some stuff and you know i was giving them some pointers about the game ways to get better this that, and the third and i was like yo basketball is one of the toughest ones to get into so it's not really about going pro because even though yeah those guys make millions of dollars i'm like i think it's like 300 and some change slots like almost 400 spots to get into that fraternity up there, you know, it's like you could go to college, you could go all four years, it'll be paid, you know, just things like that. I'm not really preaching to the kids, but, you know, they were just talking and they were like, well, you know, that's not, that's why I want to be a boxer because, you know, that's really where the money's at. Floyd Mayweather's the richest athlete ever. And I was like, I'm pretty sure LeBron has more money than Floyd Mayweather. But at the time I wasn't even saying that. I was like, well, no, I was like, I think, like golf is still like the number one sport to get paid. Like I knew it was Tiger Woods and I don't know if he's still the richest. And they're like, who's Tiger Woods? I was like, who's Tiger Woods? <laughs> and you know, I can't really express enough. Like that is ridiculous to me that these kids didn't know who Tiger Woods was. I had to like really break it down. I'm like the golfer. I was like this, that, and the third ball. And then I showed them and they're like, Oh yeah, him. I know who he is. I forgot. I, I didn't show him a picture. I don't think I, I said something, but yo, that's really like not knowing who Michael Jordan is. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like it really, it's like, it's tiger fucking woods. Yeah. And it just goes to show you the era that we live in, man, where it's like, it's hard to stay relevant, bro. You know, if it's not buzzing about you on social media, they ain't going to know. Yo, he just won a gold jacket. He was swinging at the Masters. A green jacket. Coming back up. My bad. I said gold, gold jacket's jacket. the you NFL. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so I, I looked just, it I up. I happened to say that because I was just getting hyped. But you know my point. Like, he's yeah. a fucking man. So the highest paid athletes of all time, and the number one one is a little. player right now. Well, so number one, it's Michael Jordan. But that's because essentially he bought the Charlotte Bobcats for 175 million and yeah. now it's worth 780 million his 90% stake my so, fault. I was actually talking about like the richest paid like the people getting paid right now for playing sports uh, tennis player yeah he's number 1 I mean it's not the highest I'm looking paid at athlete. this list yeah. maybe for the year I'm looking at like of all time no, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking. That's what I wasn't talking about. Yeah, I wasn't. I was like, yeah. who are the highest Floyd's paid up there, athletes though. right He's now? up there. He's like number three or five. Yeah, he's it was up in there. Between. I think LeBron was one slot above him. LeBron at James four. is up here. Yeah, yeah, Ronaldo. Tiger Woods was still like number six, even after his wife took half of everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't respect. But also, I can understand how they wouldn't know who he was because Tiger Woods won his last major championship in 2008 right so those kids are what 15 16 so if mm -hmm. you 2019 and let's say they were 16 that means they were born in 2003 which means the last time that he won a major championship outside of the one he just won 
they were four or five. They were five. So, like, I could see how they would not have Tiger Woods, like, in their mind like we do. Because Michael we, Jordan would never played basketball in these kids' lives, and they know who he is. But that's because they like basketball, right? They also sell Jordan sneakers. But yeah. that's, I can't, I can't, I mean, Tiger Woods is on fucking video games. Yeah, but know. hadn't, he's been on video games where these guys barely was out there, you know? No, nah, he still gets covers a game. Isn't he, like, yo, I think they probably just stopped putting him on the PGA Tour, but, like, he was on 10, he was on fucking 12, because I had them shits. Yeah. He has his own fucking game, like. Yeah, they got rid of that shit a few years ago, 2015, I think, or something like okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, they don't do the they don't do the golf game anymore, which is kind of whack. They should do a golf game, but um, it's fucking dope. It's better than watching golf. Yeah, like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Tiger Woods is like the greatest person. Every person that's making millions of dollars right now in golf needs to be respecting the fact that Tiger Woods brought that shit, brought that shit out in the '90s and changed the whole fucking game. Changed the whole game. And listen, don't defend these little kids, man. All right. I'm just they saying that I can understand Tiger how they would know. Because like, I if can you understand, don't... but no, you they they should know. They need to know. I, they should know, but I can understand how they how they wouldn't know. I can understand them not knowing since they were so young when he was good, you know. And they know who Jordan is because, like, you follow basketball, you know, like. Some of these I mean, guys, though, are ones. He's a legend of the game. Like, I, I knew who Tiger Woods was, of course, because he was dominating pretty much throughout my entire life. You know, like, he was at the, you know, on the real rise of his career when I was, like, five, six years old. And he pretty much dominated all the way up until 08. And I graduated high school yeah. around that time. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like, he definitely was a part. I, I could see why, but... What I'm trying to explain is, like, you know, I am not a baseball fan at all. Uh-huh. I know who Ken Griffey Jr. is. Ken Griffey Jr. was your time. Well, no, nah, I just know like, who he is. Like, not, it would be all right, more like, I know who Barry Bonds is. That's still our time. Saying? You got to go back. Daryl Strawberry. Hell no, I'm not that old, motherfucker. Barry <laughs> Bonds was in... No, he retired in 03. I know he played. He had a long career, though. No, he started. Barry Bonds, the, ho- the home run record was what year? Didn't he retire early? What season was the home run record season? Uh, well, so in 2007, he g- passed 762, which was the, the most home runs of all time in a career. Yeah, that motherfucker then, played for like 20 years. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that was still... 2007 you got to go back to like it would be the equivalent of what okay so they were three so what year were you three 94 so you got to go back to someone doing something in 1994 sports yeah like i said i know who daryl strawberry is like shit like that i guess but people know who daryl strawberry is because he was doing coke not because he was a fucking (laughs) baseball player that i know I mean, of course, you know, all the, you know, all the Yankee <laughs> legends. I was about yeah. to go way back before, like, you know, like Lou Gehrig. Yeah, yeah, You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. The Bambino himself. You know, all that other shit. The kids but it's just like, love ball. Know. Ball is life, son. Ball That's what I'm life. saying. I don't, I'm not a baseball fan at all. Ball you feel what life. I'm saying? 
I don't know nothing about that, but I can name these legends to you. How do you not know who Tiger Woods is? It just don't make no sense. I mean, I feel you. I'm just saying. I, I, it, it, I, I can see how that's possible, even though it's pretty crazy. Feel what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. Ozzy Smith. I don't know. I don't watch baseball. I know who Ozzy Smith is. I don't know. Not who even Ozzie fucking Smith legend. Is. You see what I'm saying? He's not even a fucking legend. Exactly. Uh, Fucking Sammy Sosa, Jose Canseco, even though that's my time now. (laughs) Derek fucking Jeter. I love Derek Jeter. Listen, the reason I love Derek Jeter is I only watch baseball in October, and that's if the Yankees are playing. Yeah. And every time I've watched baseball in October, Derek Jeter has done some of the most amazing things. I'll just be watching it. It's like, yo, this man is so clutch. He just, yo, that's the team right there. Yo, A-Rod coming in this bitch trying to make demands. No, 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 no. But shouts to A-Rod too because we did get one. We got one with him, son. We got one. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Shouts to A-Rod too. Anyway, how do these kids not know Tiger Woods? I don't know. I agree. I'm Fuck not those with kids. It. Hair. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, but, son. I, I mean, like, I, all I was saying is I could see how they you, do it. Yo, fuck those. Kids. You know who Wilt Chamberlain is? Yes. Is ball life to you? No. You feel what I'm saying? That but you know true. who Wilt Chamberlain is. So it's like, come on, bro. Come on, son. Yeah. These kids don't know none, son. All they know is sipping lean, smoking blunts, and little Uzi Vert. Fucking. <laughs> now you sounded old, son. Now you like all all these youngins know is how to smoke the reefer and the little Uzis. Now you sounded old, man. Now you sounded old. <laughs> I had some fun with that. I really did. Yeah. Now this these yeah these. Yo, son. So check this out, right? I've been talking to this chick, right? Her name is Nevermind, and um. Yeah, don't be giving out government. <laughs> no, her name is literally never mind. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want the public to think about because this is probably how relevant. Oh, my bad. That was my Google assistant. Um. Anyway, yo, I've been curving her for like a solid week, and I think it's making her want me even more, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works, Cause, man. Because, yeah, no, nah, we were supposed to link up, and then it was like, I, it's not even that we were supposed to link up. It's like, I was just talking to her very casually, you know, just like, yo, I'm actually going to be over there. I was like, yo, if you want to meet me over somewhere, you know, you can do it. And then she never hit me back, and she wanted to hit me back, like, three days later, like, oh, you probably hate me, this, that, and the third, but I've been busy with, well, you know, whatever these bitches always be saying. And I was just like... Oh, I'm sorry, ladies. I didn't mean bitch in a derogatory way. I, I really try to get better with that. What I'm on air. I love y'all. I really do. But um, no, seriously. And I was like, what? Oh, you know, just the stuff that they be on. Like, oh, I'm busy with work. Whatever. It's just like, I mean, you don't have to text me back. I'm not entitled to your time. You feel what I'm saying? And I was like, nah, I don't hate you. It is what it is. And she's like, oh, well, we could go here on Tuesday, which was what? Yesterday. Feel what I'm saying? And um, I was like, yeah, I'll let you know where I'm at. Yo, I have not spoken to this girl. You feel what I'm saying? And she hits me up yesterday like, like, are we still linking? I had no response. Yo, and she's fine. Like, she is fine. I think, I think, the mo- I think it's working on her, bro. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm, I think she's going to be like, what are you doing tonight? Like, trying to come over my crib shit. I mean, I, I hope that, I hope that's how it goes for you, man. I hope that's how it works. 
Yo, because I was trying to play the nice thing and self-edit myself to try to, you know, not, not necessarily be something that I'm not, but, you know, g- give these chicks, I think, what they would want. And that shit don't work for me, son. So I'm going back to the ways that I've always known. And that's just working for me a lot. I got this girl that wants to hang out this weekend, but I can't do it. I literally can't do it. Because um, I got other shit going on. But I think I might give her like two hours. I think I might fit her in. That's, hey man, that'll be, uh, you know, that'll be very generous of you. No, I mean, yo, y'all heard the story about the chick that stood me up. Yo, listen, it's a two-way street out here. So if y'all hear me playing the game a certain way, y'all did it. Not me. (laughs) We don't even have female listeners. Fellas, listen, everything I'm telling y'all niggas right now is the truth, all right? I'm not telling you to be an asshole. That's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm telling you to put your happiness first. In the dating stages, I'm not telling you to treat your girl like this. It's a whole nother conversation. Get at me on that another day. But if you out here and you meet a chick and you trying to smash, don't hide that from her. I mean, I'm not telling you to be fucking creepy like, oh, I'm trying to fuck what's good. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is don't try to, you know, uh, I'm going to buy you food and I'm going to do all this other implied shit to earn the pussy. No, nah, be upfront with who you are and what you are. Be like, yo, I'm just having, want to hang out. Let's have a good time. You feel what I'm saying? Invite her back to your place. Everything's casual. Put no pressure on her. Hit her up. Be like, yo, you trying to go out tonight? What's good? That ass. You feel what I'm saying? That type of shit's working. Making plans with these girls and doing all types of shit. They say they want that. <laughs> and then they pull a fucking shit. Last minute on you, I'm telling you, son. Because a woman, never mind. I was about to drop some too much. I was about that to drop would, some real hard much. shit. But I will say that, uh, according to Spotify, our gender specifics are 94% male, 6% female. So shout out to the 6% females out there. That's one chick. <clears throat> it's I'm more than one. I know. I know it's more than one. No, I'm saying it's more than one. Uh, if I look at these numbers, it's got to be. It's a decent there's a there's a few cuz I can get a general idea of that of our audience we have a few that are in the 18 to 22 range and then a few that are in the 28 to 34 range. I think I know who that specifically be. Well, there is at least one person in that demographic I think yeah. one person specifically follows this podcast and it's not out of love. You know who you are. But I'll tell you what. We got, <laughs> we got one. <laughs> you know, shout outs, shout outs to the two people in Argentina that be listening to the podcast. Oh, no. Yeah, I hope I'm, y'all learning English on this shit. I don't, I don't know. Yo, you're. Yeah, we out here. Exactly. That's that. Come to New York, say that you get you free halal. Yeah, you'll yeah. get free metro cards off that. I don't. Everything. I mean, you'll get some. You'll get some halal. I don't know about that. Speaking of that, we started getting some downloads in North Dakota. I don't know how that came from, but shouts shouts to North Dakota. Yeah, we know. appreciate you in North Dakota. Know that we out here. If you know of any good food spots, link us on link the social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got. Yeah, we got. New new states, North Dakota, Rhode Island, Michigan. So we out here. We got it's just geography. We we trying to hit all the states. No Canada, no Australia though. That no no Canada, no Australia yet. But we, we out gotta here. get down under. We gotta get down under. But you know we out here everywhere <laughs> every day. Yep. And um, 
What's up, though, man? Anything else you'd like to throw on top? Any little sprinkle? No, Any man, I'm, I'm good. This was, uh, you know, it was good to talk to you. And uh, thanks for everybody for uh, for joining us. And um, I don't got anything else. And so I guess I'll just. Antonio Brown, I'm proud of you for trying to take a stand with your helmet. Um, If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Walk forward, never backwards. Uh, Stay real, stay loyal. Love your neighbor, love your mother, love your cousin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, uh, I guess that's it. And uh, oh no, no, that is not it, Conti. Okay. Okay. Oh, we should save this for next week, but I can't. So, how we not get a? I was about to get a little ghetto on him. I'm sorry, y'all. How did we not get a fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich? We sponsored by Popeye's. Shit, man. We should have we should have fucking led with this shit. Uh fuck Popeye's for like two minutes. I'm gonna say this. I love Popeye's. I, I wanna, love Popeye's. I wanna talk about Popeye's. I wanna next I wanna week. I wanna talk to Popeye's and we'll save this for next week. But I will All say right. this. I had the major take and uh I I need y'all to be feeling me on this. Uh as a loyal this podcast has been loyal to Popeyes. Loyal from me? the beginning. We've been what? down with Popeyes for years. Since the po' boy sandwich was on the menu. Years. You understand me? And now that you hot, I don't get a fast pass. I don't get a fast pass. I don't bro. even want the chicken sandwich. Let me go there and get some other shit. Let all these hop on the bandwagon ass Popeyes people out here going, oh, Popeyes is good. No shit. Y'all been eating that unseasoned white people Chick-fil-A chicken too much, and y'all ain't gone to Popeyes. You ain't gone out there. And now Popeyes is popping because it's cool to actually like them now. I need a way to get in there and get my shit that don't have to do nothing with your chicken sandwich. Sure, in a few months, maybe I'll try that chicken sandwich when everything is calmed down. I can just get in there. But I need a fast pass to go past there. That's that's what I need. I need a fast pass to go get my Popeyes because I've shown, I showed you love when you was down. Yo, completely. I remember there used to be chicken waiting for me there. Now you can't, now you go there, line out the door. And you're waiting and on chicken. And I'm waiting on chicken. How me? Me. It's Carlo, baby. It's CC. We out here. We've been we've been on Popeyes for years, and now you're gonna disrespect us with this shit. I don't even. <sighs> I don't Listen, man. I get, we just gotta leave that for the. That's the top of the fucking take. That's the top of the. You know, honestly, we need an hour dedicated to Popeyes next episode. Right, so we'll start that. We'll start that next week. We'll talk about. We'll. Uh, We'll talk about Popeyes and some other stuff here, but uh, we'll save that for next week. But just know, Popeyes, if you're out there, we need a fast pass because y'all disrespecting us with letting all these regular ass people come in there and fuck up our lines. I don't even want the sandwich. So I want to let y'all know my local Popeyes was demolished by this. They literally have construction in the drive-through. You can't go through the drive-through because there's a giant pothole. That's how many cars. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy out there. So. We'll uh we'll get with y'all. We'll get with y'all. We'll probably do something maybe Monday night or Tuesday, so it won't be that far away it? from now to talk oh, about yeah, Popeyes yeah. and some other stuff. And uh, thank y'all for listening. You got anything else for him before we get out of here? Nah, man, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to say thank you personally. Can't do this without you. We appreciate you too, man. It's a team. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I hope hope y'all are enjoying this, and we'll uh, see you next week. Peace.
Peace out.